0: Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane: the national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the hyped winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the game of the century: Arkansas-Texas, December 6, 1969. The game of the century. How did this game get to this buildup? The year was 1969. The Beatles gave their final live performance on some rooftop in England. Neil Armstrong took the first steps ever by a human on the moon and was watched or listened to by about a billion people worldwide. Woodstock attracted over 350,000 fans. 250,000 marched on Washington to protest the Vietnam War, a war that dominated the evening news. There was Chappaquiddick by Afra, Chicago 7 trial. Richard Milhouse Nixon took the oath of presidency. And Charles Manson put an emphatic end to the summer of love. And in the background, there was this, 1969, the 100th anniversary of college football, and Arkansas was set to play Texas yet again in the last regular season game for both schools. And what about these two storied football programs? What of their history leading up to the game? The arkansas razorbacks Backs-Texas-Longhorns rivalry was a rivalry that was long and storied, long before 1969. Texas and Arkansas first met in 1894. The rivalry peaked in the 1960s. See, in the 1960s, these teams had a rivalry for the ages. In consecutive years, each team won a national championship, Texas in 1963, Arkansas in 1964. The Arkansas Razorbacks' first season was 1884. This program had risen to great heights. In 1909 and 1910, the Razorbacks won a combined 14-1, with the 1909 Razorbacks undefeated, untied 7-0, leading the nation in scoring the defense shutting out four of the seven teams they faced. It was a program that gave us the trick play in 1954 from the 25 Little Pigs, a Powder River pass with a Razorbacks ran a sweep, pitching the ball to Bubby Bob Benson. The old Miss defense converged towards the sweep, and the lead blocker, Preston Carpenter, made his way and raced downfield The result a 66-yard touchdown pass for the only score of the game. It was a program that won the national championship in 1964, going undefeated, untied. 11 0, shutting out the last five teams they faced on their schedule. A team that boasted coaching assistants Johnny Majors, who won a national championship, and Barry Switzer, who went on to coach Oklahoma, where he won three national championships. And then on to the Dallas Cowboys, we went on to win a Super Bowl. There were players Jimmy Johnson, who went on to coach at Miami, where he won a national championship, and then to Dallas, where he went on to win two Super Bowls, and Jerry Jones, the current owner of the Cowboys, who as an owner went on to win three Super Bowls. The Texas Longhorns' first season was 1893, and in its inaugural game, they beat Dallas 18-16. Over the next four seasons, until the middle of their fourth season, they shut out all but one opponent. The 1895 team went 5-0, shutting out every team they faced. They had legendary coach Dana X. Bible, and the 1963 team won the national championship, going 11-0. So in 1969, the two old rivals faced off. 1969, Texas Longhorns entered the game number one in the nation. 9-0 with a devastating wishbone attack that steamrolled opponents, destroying opponents with their wishbone offense. This wishbone attack had taken the nation by storm. They faced the Arkansas Razorbacks, their old nemesis, who entered the game number two, 9-0. Coach Broyle's 1969 team rose number two in the AP poll and stayed there until this game. They boasted the nation's top right defense entering that game. So this 1969 season culminated with this game, which at the time was the game of the century. Here's the backdrop. The game featured number one Texas versus number two Arkansas in Fayetteville in front of over 47,000 fans and a TV audience of around 30 million. In the 1960s, these teams had a rivalry for the ages. In consecutive years, each team won a national championship, Texas in 63, Arkansas in 64. In consecutive years, in 64 and 65, Arkansas defeated Texas when the Longhorns were number one. Texas returned to favor by handing Arkansas its only loss in 1968. And now, one year later, in 1969, in the 100th anniversary of college football, mind you, with the Southwest Championship and the Cotton Bowl berth on the line, the rivalry game pitted number one versus number two. Now, originally, the game was scheduled to be played in mid-October, but in a calculated move, TV exec Bino Cook had the foresight to move the game to December 6th at season's end. It worked, and the game took on a colossal magnitude. Imagine this scenario at season's end. Legendary coaches Frank Royals of Arkansas and Darrell Royal of Texas met in the 100th year of college football in the game of the century, pitting number one Texas 9-0 against number two Arkansas 9-0. In front of over 47,000 fans in Fayetteville, a TV viewing audience of over 30 million. President Nixon was in attendance, as was future President George H.W. Bush and Senator J. William Fulbright, an Arkansas Democrat who resolutely opposed Nixon's Vietnam War policy. December 6th, 1969, a game that was a spectacle unlike any the country had seen before. The week leading up to the game, Fayetteville was a state of sheer pandemonium. An ad in a local newspaper read, May the steers rest in peace with our perpetual care plan. Lots, $80 and up, Forest Park Cemetery. An Arkansas radio station played over 40 times the jingle. I am a short squat Texan. I had the number one crown. Now people look at me and say, that big red pig, he put you down. The town knew the president was coming in for the game. One waitress replied, I've never seen such tension in the air. Imagine almost anyone I can wait on could be a Secret Service man. Signs fill the town. We'll win for you, Mr. President. Beat Texas. Bevo is sterile. Back in Texas, Wednesday's prep rally before the game at Memorial Stadium saw players and coaches in convertibles driven around the field. The crowd cheered, and the big band played the Eyes of Texas over and over again. This was no ordinary game. The scene. Well, with the national title up for grabs on a chilly day in Fayetteville, Arkansas, President Richard Milhouse Nixon in attendance, and millions watching on TV, with anti-Vietnam demonstrations going on outside the stadiums, the teams line up for the opening kickoff. Two plays into the game, the Longhorns fumbled at their own 22-yard line. Razorback quarterback Montgomery throws a 21-yard touchdown pass to John Reese to set up the Razorbacks at the one-yard line, where tailback Bill Burnett took it over from the one-yard line to give Arkansas a quick 7-0 lead. A ferocious Arkansas defense swarmed Texas' vaunted wishbone offense all afternoon forcing four fumbles and two interceptions that day. The fans were loud, said to be the loudest of any Fayetteville crowd in memory. They were at a fever pitch. The intensity was palpable. Arkansas maintained a 7-0 lead going into halftime. Early in the third quarter, Texas fumbled. Arkansas recovered, and the Hogs drove 53 yards for a touchdown to give the Razorbacks a 14-0 lead on a Montgomery to Discus 29-yard touchdown pass. The Razorbacks had turned two of the four fumbles into a 14-0 lead, And now Arkansas fans started waving placards that read, we're number one. Going into the fourth quarter, Arkansas seemed to be in control, holding a 14 to nothing lead. On the first play of the fourth quarter, quarterback James Street dropped back to pass. Didn't see anybody open, so he scrambles downfield, slants cross field, and races 42 yards for Texas's first touchdown of the day. Down 14 to six, the Longhorns gambled and chose them to go for a two-point conversion. And that's when James Street ran it in, suddenly cutting the deficit to 14-8. Texas was now in the game. Arkansas immediately retaliated with three completions by Montgomery, driving 73 yards down the field to the Longhorn 7-yard line. So picture this, with a little under 10 minutes left in the game on third down, instead of opting for a run, and then if the run was short, a field goal would have put Arkansas up 17-8, giving those Razorbacks what would have been a nearly insurmountable lead against this swarming defense. The Hogs gambled and passed into the end zone. Longhorn, Danny Lester intercepts the pass, and Texas still had life. With 4.47 left in the game, Texas was at their own 43-yard line and faced a fourth and two. On fourth and two, Texas gambled for a second time that quarter. They went for it. Longhorn coach Darryl Royal would say later, it was a hunch. Every now and then, you have to put it up and pick a number. Royal called for a crossing pattern for tight end Randy Peschel and Street found him for a 44-yard game. Less than one minute later, halfback Jim Bertelson scored, and now the game was tied at 14. Kick a happy fellow made the extra point, and now the Longhorns were suddenly up 15-14. to After the ensuing kickoff, Arkansas drove from the 20-yard line down to the Texas 39-yard line. With a little over one minute left in the game, Arkansas dropped back to pass, but the Longhorns picked it off. Texas had cashed in on a pair of fourth-quarter gambles to register an emotional comeback over Arkansas for the national championship. Final score Texas 15, Arkansas 14, December 6, 1969. The game couldn't have been any closer. Texas had 19 first downs, Arkansas 18. Texas 368 total yards, Arkansas 308. But Texas had four fumbles, Arkansas none. Yet Texas rallied with 15 fourth quarter points to win. The post game was sheer pandemonium as President Nixon declared Texas the national champions prior to the playing a bowl game. The game of the century remains among the greatest in college football history, one of the most memorable moments in the sport, or any sport, mind you. Millions of Americans watched Texas storm back from a 14 to nothing deficit. Texas would go on to play Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl, defeating the Irish 21-17 to 17 for the program's 500th win all-time. Arkansas would play Mississippi in the Sugar Bowl, only to lose 27-22. The 1969 Longhorn team was the last all-white team to be named consensus national champions with the onset of racial integration around the corner. Julius Whittier, the first African-American player in Texas football history, was enrolled at UT at the time as a freshman. But back then, freshmen were not eligible to play by rules of the NCAA. The next season, 1970, Coach Darrell Royal's Longhorns won a shared national championship, making it back-to-back national championships for the Longhorns. That year, their wishbone attack was on a roll, leading the nation in scoring 39 points per game. And that victory in 1969 had kept alive Texas's winning streak that eventually stretched to 30 games to include both the 1969 and 1970 national championships. Aftermath, Arkansas coach Frank Boyles would end up winning 144 games, losing 58, and tying five at Arkansas and had one national championship 1964. The program would give us such coaching legends as Lou Holtz. The program would prove to give us a memorable tie. Arkansas 17, SMU 17 in 1982. The only blemish on SMU's schedule in 1982. And of course, there have been five overtime games in the history of college football. Arkansas had played in two of them. The first two, as a matter of fact, and to top of it off, they won both games. Arkansas went on to produce such gridiron greats as wide receiver Lance Allworth, defensive tackle, running back Darren McMadden, the Texas Longhorns, well, Darryl Royal would go on to win 167 games, lose 47, and tie five. His teams won three of four national championships that the Longhorns won in their program's history. They unleashed the phone offense on a poor and suspecting nation during his years, and that took the college world by storm. The program produced Mack Brown, who won 77% of his games and in 16 seasons. Mack Brown's version of Longhorns posted 15 winning seasons, 10 straight 10 or more win seasons, 15 bowl games, and the 2005 National Championship. The program would go on to give us one of the greatest games ever played, Texas 41, USC 38, the 2006 Rose Bowl, where the hype for the game was out of the world, and more stunning, the game had exceeded expectations. USC was going for its third straight national championship, was a seemingly unstoppable force with a 34-game winning streak and had two Heisman winners on the team. The program went on to give us such gridiron greats as quarterback Bobby Lane, linebacker Tommy Nobis, running backs Earl Campbell, Ricky Williams, and quarterback Vince Young. But for all the storied history of the two programs, there was a time when, for one season, one special season, the 100th anniversary of college football, there was one game that proved to be a spectacle unlike any game before or since. Texas's wishbone offense, held in check for three quarters by a swarming Arkansas defense, exploded in the fourth quarter coming back from a 14 to nothing deficit to win the national championship twice. First one offered by President Nixon immediately after the game, and then again after defeating Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl for the program's 500th win. There was a time when two teams met in one glorious game with a buildup that was out of this world, followed by a game for the ages to satisfy a country who was at an end of a turbulent year, left only to rejoice at the magnificence of college football. There was a time, I wager to say, we will never see again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.